Hey everybody, welcome to episode 156 of A Lot of Things, the podcast where we bring you a bunch of entertainment, movies, music, video games, technology sometimes, like websites. You should check out Bunny Ears. Check out Bunny Ears. And books. We usually bring you books because you need to read the books. It's kind of important. Uh, so, first up, this is the solo episode of the podcast, and remember, there's always a discussion episode each week as well, and this is the one where I go through a bunch of quick rundown of entertainment for you to check out. And before I get going, just a reminder, we have our Patreon up, it's patreon.com slash a lot of things. want to thank our first uh, few patrons, Jason, Amy, and of course, the Grave Plot Podcast, because that's a great podcast in its own right, and you should check it out. Thanks to those patrons, and if you become a patron, I'll thank you on the show. First up is Chasm, which is a video game I'm playing on Steam. It's coming to the consoles at some point as well. And it is a Metroidvania-type game. Not usually my first pick when it comes to video games. But the graphics look so cool, retro style, and the animations look great. And it just felt like something I wanted to play and something I needed to try. So I did. It has procedurally generated stuff, but like each world is created when you start the game. So I thought it was like every time I go into a dungeon, it's going to be different. No, they're all different from different people who have bought the game. So you buy the game, your world is different than my world. But some similarities exist. I'm pretty much sure the main story and the fact that you are in this kingdom and trying to become a knight and prove yourself as a knight. But then there's a secondary story, which is kind of my main reason I'm still playing it, about an old tribe they're trying to figure out about from a thousand years ago. And what was going on with that tribe? I don't know why now I'm talking like this. Uh, yeah, the gameplay itself is fun. Simple run, jump, hit things, a little bit of platforming. And it feels good. It just feels really good to play it. Um, doesn't feel like I'm overwhelmed too much. And I know that people say these types of games can dip into the Dark Souls or Bloodborns of the world where it's like really difficult, but it doesn't feel that bad. I have died once, but I did manage to unlock a bunch of different characters who you find in the dungeons, and then they go out to the like town area and they're like, yeah, we can help you. Here's a bottle of some stuff or some potions or magic or weapons. Uh, and I did that and felt good about it. I also was able to escape the dungeon at some point and go back to the save point in town. And so I didn't feel like I would have like lost everything. And there was a save point in the dungeon. So this is all from the very first dungeon I went to. Um, and yeah, it felt like I could do it. I, I'm like not like good at games. I might have said like four times in that sentence. I like can't remember. Yeah, I don't know if I can do the Souls games. I don't know if I can do that style. And it freaks me out because when I was a kid, I played Nintendo. And that shit was hard. No fancy saving. You just were like, well, turn this shit off. We got to do it again. If you ever watch, what's that guy who does that? Oh, there's a guy who plays video games Nintendo style. And he puts little cool pads on his head because he can't deal with how much it sucks. He's got to start all over again. I'll look it up later. Uh, okay, so that is a game I like, Chasm. And here's the deal. If you like Metrovania games, you might like really like it because I like like it pretty good. 
And I generally don't like those games. So that's what I'm telling you. And also a lot of people are like, don't get this game because there's a million games just like it that are better. Well, it's not this game. And I like what they did. And I like the story. So don't listen to those people. Those people being a lot of that Steam review stuff. Ooh, don't get me started. Super Life of Pixel is a game based on Life of Pixel, which is already out on Steam. But it's coming to PS4. So the Super Life of Pixel is coming to PS4. I believe and Vita, and Life of Pixels on Steam now. And what is it? It's a pixel, like a little character. His name is Pixel. Although, I swear I came up with that. I had this whole show, and the character was going to be called Pixel. Anyways, he goes through different game consoles, so all the different worlds he goes through are different, like, retro-style uh, game worlds. It's like a Game Boy one, a Super Nintendo-style one, uh, I think even like in a television style. That's really cool. I really dig that. So Life of Pixel on Steam is available now. I'm going to go pick it up. But I'm also kind of curious to maybe I wait because Super Life of Pixel seems like it's more of what how awesome Life of Pixel is. So I'm not sure which one I'm going to get. But you should check out both of them. Trailers are up now. And also State of Mind. Just go to YouTube, type in State of Mind video game. And just watch that. I'm. It's like about androids, and it's August fifteenth. It comes out. I'm just gonna buy it immediately. Just by the trailer alone, I was like, "Wow, I'm interested." So check that out. Hey, I started uh, Castle Rock, the Stephen King uh, type TV show, or is it by Stephen King? Yes, it's a Stephen King multiverse. Uh, that's the setting for the psychological horror series that takes place in Castle Rock, Maine. Uh, and it has one of those guys from Lost. <laughs> one of those guys. J.J. Abrams, by the way, is an executive producer. So that's the, maybe the Lost connection. Uh, Locke's in it from Lost. I'll just call him Locke because you all know Locke, right? Yeah, it seems really interesting and creepy and not knocking you over the head with, like, ridiculous clowns and insanity, but just chill and, like, dread. And John Locke is played by Terry O'Quinn. So Terry O'Quinn is the guy's name. I feel like I don't know that and never have until just now. Oh, remember Hurley? Hey, if you haven't seen Lost, by the way, don't let anyone tell you that it's crap because they're wrong. Now, season three went too long. They could have just got rid of that season. And four and five get real crazy. But man, I think it's worth the entire ride stuff that happens in that finale or episode before the finale is incredible like i had the tears in my eyes and yes the very very ending is controversial in a way but it's about the ride it's about the journey it's not about the destination so if you are thinking about it on the fence of jumping back into lost or finally finishing it on dvd oh it's all streaming now you should you should. Castle Rock, I'm almost into it. Normally I say I'm into it, but I don't know yet. I do know that I'm back into One Punch Man because I didn't finish that. What is wrong with me? Uh, I am so into that. If you like anime, if you like a little comedy in your am- anime, or amine as I call it, um, One Punch Man is great. Oh man, it's really good. 
that. I'm also uh, back into FLCO, which is Fooly Cooly, which I might have mentioned already. Uh, but check out FLCO. They have a new season, and that's from like years ago, that show. I'm so glad they brought it back. And the pillows are back in it. They're the soundtrack. Uh, if you like anime and you want me to talk about it more, we are soon going to have Blaine and Katie on from the, the Adventures of Blaine and Katie. I should look it up. But they're going to be on to talk a bunch of nerd stuff as well as uh, anime. It is the Adventures of Blaine and Katie. I got that right. Uh, yeah, they're really fun. Uh, and I met Katie, uh, weirdly enough, at a restaurant. Me and my friend were doing some uh, hanging out and the drinks. And we all started talking about nerdy stuff and anime. And I was like, you should come on the show. And she's like, yeah, okay. Also, I do YouTube. I was like, cool. I have now subscribed to you. And I have subscribed to you. And that's how the world goes around. Uh, so we'll be talking anime is what I meant to say. A lot of it soon. A couple more things real quick. Check out the trailer for Love, Gilda, which is about Gilda Radner, uh, an amazing comedian back in the day, one of the original cast members for SNL, actually the first member of SNL. I think she was hired before everyone else. And it's a kind of a sad but beautiful but funny uh, doc series on her. Doc movie, not a series. Love, Gilda. Look at the trailer. By the way, I'm really into this song, Coming in Hot, by LaCrea. Is that how you say it? LaCrae? I'm going to type it in. LaCrae. I'm guessing his name's LaCrae. It's hip-hop. It's good. That Coming in Hot song is good. Whew. It's a single. So check out that single. Uh, a couple more things, and then we're out of here. Uh, what is the other thing I have? Sharp Objects. Yeesh. It's still really good. It still feels like David Fincher at times. But I just feel like it's a little drawn out now, and I just want to get to what's going on. And there's a lot of flashbacks every episode, but yet no real understanding of what those flashbacks mean. So I'm a little bit, mm, is it long in the tooth? I don't know. So I'm kind of on the fence with the sharp objects, but I am still watching every episode. So that's saying that. And lastly, there's a video that I'll put in the show notes from this podcast, um, as well as on the YouTube. And it's about a video on YouTube about E8. Have you all heard about E8? Basically, I got my mind blown. Um, I study quantum physics. I want to understand what all the fundamental particles are. And yes, it is fundamental. <laughs> fundamental particles uh, that make up the whole universe. Well, this new idea isn't string theory, but the idea of fibers. And the fibers are in a different dimension than our dimension. Just bumping up against our dimension, and that's how we see things. And we think the particles are acting in ways they shouldn't, but in actuality, we're just seeing part of it a part of this fiber. Anywho, this video is great, and it's about this thing called E8 and eight dimensions, and it's very fascinating, and I will put uh, a link in the show notes, but here's the name of it. The Simulation Theory, Hacking Reality, in parentheses, must see. Look that up on YouTube, you'll find it. And it has a great funny beginning, too. Okay, that's going to do it for today. I will see you next week, 
with an episode probably up on Tuesday from a podcast we're doing with Johnny. Uh, Johnny's coming up next, Johnny and Tyler of the Digital Shinobi podcast, which I don't think we've had on the show yet. Yes, I think this will be the first time, and they're great guys, and it's going to be a fun conversation. It's going to be a hoot. So that's coming up next week with video on youtube.com slash C slash Carl Sardella. It's the only way I can do it because they won't let me change the name. Ugh. There's videos up there now, by the way. Highlight videos of podcasts and the video versions of them we've done. So go check that out. And we'll be doing a lot more highlights uh, so you don't have to watch the whole thing. You just watch like a few minutes at a time. I'm Onawa, O-N-A-W-A on Twitter. And there are continually planes in the sky. So I apologize if you heard planes the entire time. Because we have this thing coming up called Seafair. Is that what it's called? And it just means planes. That's Wait, it's called Seafair. But it's all these planes. Because they're flying over the sea? Today I couldn't go to work because they closed like the road to go to work. Like this bridge. Because the planes are flying over and like testing out their flying ability. But like they closed the road and the planes were in the sky. So I couldn't go into work on the road. Not because the planes are going to use the road. But because the planes are going to go over the sky, in the sky, over the road. How I get to work. Anyways, I think I don't like planes right now. I'll see you next episode.